Lord Jesus, good morning. Again, thank you for this beautiful Thursday morning as I'm looking out the window at the sun rising and it is just a gorgeous day. So we just thank you for today. And again, as I take a deep breath, I just ask you to help us recalibrate and focus on you, Lord. I thank you for my friend, Kurt, that he's willing to lead this morning. And again, I just ask your Holy Spirit to, um, to prepare our hearts for what you want us to hear this morning. And uh, just help, hope that uh, the words are encouraging to each of us and, um, uh, and edifying to you. And uh, Lord, we just thank you in advance for uh, all you're going to do in us and through us today. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Kurt Kersey, amen, amen. my buddy, Scaled Up Marketing and the Grown Man Project. Um, I've listened to several of the podcasts now on that. I've really enjoyed um, what you're doing there, Kurt. So thanks for returning and leading this morning. You're, good, you're a good man, Kurt. Thank you. <laughs> thanks for having me, Jerry. And thanks for coming on the Grown Man Project. I forget what, what episode you were. Uh, but but loved uh, loved recording with you and thanks for sharing your wisdom with with our crew as well. Loved it. Awesome, brother. Well, you know, uh, being prayerful about what to share this morning. The last time you had me on, I talked all about vision, and yeah. I'm not going to talk about anything all that dissimilar this morning because I think we constantly need reminders of what it looks like to cast a vision, what it looks like to encourage, empower, enable, uh, really inspire the people around us to push through tough times, right? And as I was being prayerful, I'm actually, you know, not shockingly reading a book right now called The Power of Positive Leadership by John Gordon. Um, and so I, I just thought I'd share kind of a few nuggets of what I'm getting out of that book in a couple of ways that we're kind of applying that uh, with our team, if that sounds good to you, brother. Absolutely. Please do. Awesome. Awesome. So um, I want to start, you know, start in scripture because I think you, regardless of who you're reading or what the, who the author is or anything like that, uh, being able to trust, but verify and verify through the word, right? Verify through the word of God that, Hey, this is the direction we should be moving in. And I, you know, I, I love being able to read, uh, business books from men that I know are believers. And John Gordon, the, the author of The Power of Positive Leadership, is in fact a believer. And one of the scriptures that he uses in the book is Galatians 6, 9. And that says, let us not, be, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest mm -hmm. if we do not give up. And I just think that is so applicable right now in a season where there's so much uh, pain there's so much struggle. There's so much uncertainty. There's so much just stress and overwhelm in the world around us, let, let alone, I know, as business leaders, as family men, um, as friends, as brothers, that we have stress in our own internal lives as well. And so there's all this stuff clouding around us. And I just thought that that hopeful perspective, that anticipation of what is to come, in Galatians 6, 9, I'm going to read it again. He says, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. And I just, I know that all the leaders on the call this morning are doing things that are good. Yeah. You know, and if, if you're feeling like you're not sure of that, I want to remind you of that this morning, right? Jerry, you're doing things that are good with this conduit tribe. 
I, you know, you mentioned earlier, Brad uh, Ewing is a family friend. I know Brad and his family are doing things that are so, so good. I know there are countless other men on this call that are doing things that are so, so good. And yet I know that we maybe are all walking through a season right now, um, but all have days when we feel weary, we feel tired, we feel just beaten down and worn out. We feel maybe like we're not sure if this is actually that good or we're not sure if it's going to actually produce a fruit. And I just want to encourage you first and foremost to stand on that truth in Galatians that if we don't give up, if we are stepping into the things that Jesus is calling to in hopeful anticipation that he will make sure those things bear fruit, not us, but he will make sure those things bear fruit, that you, you can release all responsibility to make sure of that, right? He's got it covered already. All we got to do is do the work, yep. is take that step forward, is step into the things that he's calling us to. And I think one of those things is positivity. You know, you think about that verse, what, what that verse says to me is, as you're doing good things, it's going to get hard. <laughs> and even in the moments where it's hard, keep your eyes focused on the future, because I'm going to make it all worthwhile. That's what Jesus says to us personally, right? And what that says to me is that we should be positive, right? We should be encouraged. We should be excited about what God is doing, especially in moments where we don't quite see it. Because that surprise is going to be that much more fulfilling and fruitful when we're not sure exactly where it's going to come from, right? So I think we're called to positivity as believers. I think we're called to hope. You know, you read the word, you read the gospels. It's all about anticipation. Even today, we're yeah. sitting here waiting for that moment that Jesus is going to come back and save the world, right? We know he's already conquered it. We can have confidence in that today. And yet we wait in hopeful anticipation for when that day comes. So I, I want to be clear. I'm not talking about, you know, fake positivity, right? I, I, I think too often uh, positivity is skewed as this thing that we kind of ignore the tough stuff. We look beyond the tough stuff. We don't deal with the hard things uh, with our team, you know, regardless of where you land on everything that's going on in our world from a racial perspective, we yeah. got to, we got to face it head on. Right. We got to face it with our teams. We got to face it with our families. We got to do business with it personally. And we got to recognize that it's hard. It's painful stuff, right? There, there are people in pain as we walk through this kind of new world order in a lot of ways. Uh, and, and we got to do business with it. Regardless, again, regardless of what your opinions on it might be, we got to do business with it. But that doesn't mean that that should steal our joy or steal our positivity. There's two questions that John Gordon, again, in the book, Power Positive Leadership, encourages us to ask as leaders and then share our answers with our team. And again, last time I was on, I talked a lot about vision. So these will feel maybe a little repetitive to that. But the two questions are, what do we stand for? Number one. And number two, what do we want to be known for? Mm. What do we stand for? And what do we want to be known for? And Jerry, one of the things I admire so much about you and how you think about legacy, even in doing a, a, a podcast or serving your, your, your community like this, is you think about those questions, right? Mm -hmm. You think intentionally about how you want to answer those questions. I think some of us have done this maybe subconsciously or in passing. I think at first glance, we might think, oh, yeah, I, I know the answers to those two questions. But do you? Yeah. 
can you actually, you know, succinctly answer those two questions? And if you can, that's amazing. You're ahead of the game, I would argue. But when's the last time you shared it with the team? Mm. When's the last time you sat down with, you know, maybe it's your core team at work, or maybe it's uh, your family at home, or maybe it's your core community of men that you do life with. When's the last time you said, hey, I, I want to share this with you because I want you to join me in my, in my journey, but I also want you to hold me accountable to these things. Mm-hmm. I want you to know what I want to stand for, and I want you to know what I want to be known for because I want some accountability in that. Yeah. You know, one of the best things that I've experienced in my kind of small group, small community of men is being able to share that with each other and having, you know, if you guys know anything about the Enneagram, I'm an eight on the Enneagram, which is the challenger. Uh, so my buddies make fun of me all the time because I love to use the word. I'm going to challenge you on that. <laughs> but one of the best things, one of the things that I appreciate most is my buddies know what I stand for and they know what I want to be known for. And anytime they see action in my life that doesn't align with that or inaction in my life that doesn't align with that, they know, you know, as Brian Tome calls it, the hunting license, they got a hunting license to go, Hey dude, knock that off. Yeah. Or dude, I noticed this and and that doesn't seem aligned with what you've shared with me. Can we talk about that? Mm. And those are those power fruitful moments for our friendship, right? Fruitful moments for our relationship. And so I would challenge everybody on the cause as a bit, there's that word again, challenge. I would challenge everybody on the call with your team Share that vision, share what you think those answers are to those two questions, maybe for yourself personally and for your organization. Mm-hmm. What do you stand for? What do you want to be known for? And then ask them to share theirs, mm-hmm. right? You might feel like you're putting them on the spot a little bit and so maybe give them some time to think about it. Uh, but ask them to share those with you. We just kind of went through that exercise with our team. And what was really powerful about it is I was able to share, hey, here's, here's what this means for me personally. What do I stand for? What do I want to be known for? Here's what I think. Um, here's what I think our company stands for. Here's what I think our company is trying to be known for. Uh, and here's how kind of my answers to those questions fit with our company's answers and our, our vision for where we're taking this thing. Talk to me about yours personally. Now let's talk and make sure they're aligned with where the company's going. Yeah. And that's, that can feel maybe like a little bit of like a scary thing to do (laughs) Uh, because what if they don't, right? What if they don't align? I think what if they don't is we just got out ahead of tough conversation down the road. Uh, But, but what we found is like, gosh, they do. And now that person on our team is so much more powerfully engaged with the work that, that we're doing. So I I guess I'll just kind of, you know, uh, I'll leave you, with one other quote <laughs> that I love yeah. from John Gordon. Let me pull it up here. He says, great teams have grit and glue, mm. the passion and perseverance to keep going and the positivity and connection to fight through adversity together. Mm. That's great. So, you know, I think I know leaders on this call have grit or you wouldn't be in leadership positions. Yeah. I'd challenge you all to make sure that you're creating glue with your teams, with your tribe, with your community of men, with your families. That's good. That's good. That's really good, Kurt. You know, the um, and Rufus has been a longtime friend um, and discipled me 30 years ago. He's on the call. And mm-hmm. you, you obviously are a, a Barnabas as well. You're an encourager. Um, God's mm-hmm. given you uh, that gift and you have stewarded that well, Kurt. And, and, I, and so I, I, I made some notes 
Um, and it is a good reminder for all the leaders on the call right now and, and leaders that will listen to this later is that you are good. Like that's a good, like, like that's a great reminder for these men and women is that you are good. And what's interesting about this tribe is that you're speaking to a group of very humble leaders. You mentioned Brad a, a minute ago. Um, I, I've said this about Brad lots of times that if Brad tried to overstep his ba- his bounds verbally, like if he tried to be that guy, um, I, he, he's so kind uh, and he's so well respected. My opinion is he couldn't even pull it off. Like <laughs> he, he, I could be the jerk in the room. Uh, I have been the <laughs> jerk in the room. Um, I can pull it off, but the guys on this call is, is I'm looking at their names and their numbers. Like this is a very, this is a very humble group um, of people that don't need to hear their voice. And so I really appreciate you this morning, Kurt, for a lot of reasons. But one of the reasons is, is I'm looking at Daniel's name on here. He's another one that my encouragement to Daniel is to speak up that your story, uh, your story needs to be heard. Uh, and I think God uses, you know, when you courageously speak up and you, you're thinking, okay, you're getting that holy hunch, as my friend Don Patton says, right? You're feeling a prompting to say something um, that might be encouraging or to your point, Kurt, it might be a challenge is to, uh, is to listen to the holy hunch and have the courage to speak up. And it, it's amazing what the Lord could do with that engagement. Um, so I really appreciate that this morning. And, you know, as you were talking about the questions the you know, that what we stand for is that is universal within this tribe is that we're trying to build each other up as we're trying to grow ourselves, right? We're trying to grow, help connect and engage and grow each other as we're growing ourselves. And I've never heard the hunting license term, but I think that's mm-hmm. a great, I think that's a great reminder again for the tribe. If, if I do anything, uh, if one of your, uh, one of your coworkers, your peers does something that is out of alignment with who they say they want to be. Um, again, they have the courage to speak up. That's a really, that's a powerful reminder uh, in love, right? You're speaking up in with and in love. So that's oh, good. And you, and you do that. And, and again, that I stole that from Brian Tome and it's stuck in my head. It was when he originally did the five marks of a man, talk from main stage at Crossroads Oakley. Uh, he talked about the hunting license it's in, in the book too, but uh, it, it is one of those things where you have to verbalize that to your community. You have to make sure that they know that they have a hunting license. Yes. And then they have to also communicate that to you, right? You can't just go, go shoot them without, <laughs> without a hunting license in their lives. That's right. But I think that that has produced so much fruit in relationships with, with kind of my community of men. Good. Uh, those moments when we've actually sat down and said, Hey dude, I got to talk to you about something tough. Mm. I, I don't think this is aligned with who, who you've said you want to be, who you feel like God's calling you to. Can you talk right. to me about that? That's great. And, and like you said, you do it in a way that's encouraging. That's that comes from a place of, of love and grace and humility and from a place of, Hey, maybe I just don't understand the motivation behind it. Maybe I'm missing something. Can you help me yeah. help me understand and nine times out of 10, the guy goes, gosh, I didn't even think about it that way. So good. You know, we all need that, that outside perspective and that, that accountability, especially Jerry, guys like you and I, who can be the jerks, the jerks in the room. Yep. Need that perspective. I've been that guy. All right. Being sensitive to the time, will you pray us and launch us into the rest of our Thursday, Kurt? 
Absolutely, brother. I'd love to. God, thanks for uh, opportunity to be in fellowship with such amazing men. Thank you for the opportunity to learn at the feet of guys like Jerry and Brad, uh, and I'm sure so many others uh, on the call that have built into into me and other men like me over the years. I thank you for um, the leaders and uh, mentors and advisors and friends mm. that you've created uh, the men on this call to be. I pray that you give them um, uh, just a supernatural ability to hear your whisper, to hear your voice uh, throughout the rest of this week and going into the future. I pray as we walk into uncertainty, we stand on the certainty of knowing that you've already conquered Phil. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Love you, Kurt. Good job, buddy. Love you too, brother. Thanks for having me. Have a great day, guys. Bye, brother.